0: welcome back to another episode of unlimited abundance. I am back here today with my mom, expert astrologist and tarot reader, Xenia. I am so happy to have her on. I received such amazing feedback from the other episode we did together. So, if you didn't take a look at the episode, I highly suggest watching it. We talked about the birth charts and the secrets of your birth chart. And if you haven't watched that one yet, I really strongly suggest that you pull up your chart before listening so as we go through different placements and houses you really just have it right in front of you to compare so you can pull your chart up on I mean there's so many options now but the one that I use and you use as well as astro.com um, you put your natal chart in there and then I suggest even having a notebook because we go through so many things and so while we're discussing like houses and placements you can kind of look at your chart directly um, and get some feedback there but today we are talking about a different subject and it's interesting because this is a subject that was a really huge theme in my life um, when I moved into my house. Remember, I was super into feng shui. My mom helped me into feng shui by telling me like little tidbits here and there that I really enjoyed and saw huge changes from. So we wanted to come on here today, talk about what is feng shui, um, talk about how it, what it, basically how it works on an energetic level, how you can begin you know working with it and just kind of having a discussion about feng shui and really bringing it back to life so feel free to introduce yourself
1: and yeah kind of share kind of share your thoughts hello my dear friends so happy to be back and share insights and knowledge that i have with you helping you guys to manifest uh desired changes in your life and to harmonize your life and actually as polina pointed out everything is energy, and I keep telling that, that everything is around us energy, including us. We are energy beings with consciousness. So we manifested consciousness in the material form. So that's why our living space and the surrounding, which is also energy, is so important because it influences us every day. Really beautifully said. So
0: kind of one thing that I want to talk about here and that might also find relevant is, We need to, even the things that look like matter to us, this is like a really big realization and kind of a deeper knowing. So something in front of you, if you look around wherever you are right now, um, if it's like in your home or in your car and you look at anything that's a material object, it's so easy for us to perceive it as real, right? We see it and we think, oh, this is real. But even the things that are tangible in our lives, aka more dense, right? They are still 99% energy. So when we think of ourselves and our surroundings how influenced we are by our surroundings a silly kind of example i can give you right is the difference between being at a really nice restaurant or a nice resort right how you feel energetically versus being somewhere that's cluttered so you know sometimes we think of it as just oh maybe aesthetics or beauty which i think that beauty itself holds a high frequency uh as well like if we look back at old architecture of really beautiful, you know, castles and things like that. Like back then beauty was so essential because it was really a reflection of source or God or creator consciousness, just having beauty uh, in and around us because it holds a specific frequency. It holds a higher frequency, right? And this isn't beauty in terms of modern maybe trends or looking hot in any kind of way. It's really beauty, like kind of the beauty of a butterfly or the beauty in like a beautiful sculpture or in tones together, right? And so all of those things affect us energetically. We feel so different when we're staying in a place that inspires us. Have you ever walked into a I don't know anything, I always say the example of like a hotel or somewhere where you just felt uplifted by the energy. It's because the way that things flow in that space allow you to feel expanded and the colors also allow you to feel a specific way as well. So they they evoke specific emotions. This is why if we notice a lot of places that are wellness focused, for example, we use a lot of natural tones, right? Tones like some of my favorite colors, sage green, beige, pink, colors that mimic nature, right? Colors that bring sooth- a soothing kind of energy to the eye, a soothing um, kind of a soothing sense of being. And other places like bars or clubs who have more of a, the energy that's wanting to really bring energy to the lower chakras or really activate, you will have like neon signs and red and of those kinds of colors, right? So sometimes it's really easy just to think of it, oh, it's just whatever, it's just decor, it's just this but every single object holds a frequency in our home. And I mean, even if we like the color of the item, where the item is placed and things like that. And so the way that I, I'll give kind of my, personal take on feng shui and then you can give yours as well my kind of personal take is like energy is always flowing right it can flow in really well it can be flowing you know really smoothly harmoniously like a river or can be getting can start getting stuck and start getting choppy so what feng shui does is it looks at the energy flow of a home or of a space and maximizes the energy flow so i want to say something it's like of course we ourselves are powerful beings so you can have a non-feng shui home and really strongly you know uh pull your energy in the quantum field and manifest and co-create but you're gonna have to exert more force right when you feng shui your home it's like you have you can exert half of that force for example and your home or aka like the way the river is flowing it's supportive of you it's like it's like you swimming against the river you of course can do it you can get there Or you learn how you can flow with the energy, aka you have to exert yourself less. Uh, Life will just—it'll feel more supportive and more natural. So sometimes I don't want to ever instill fear with feng shui because I remember when I bought this like thick feng shui book. I was reading about it and it's like you have to put this here and you have to put this here and you have to put this here. And I was like, holy shit, I can't put everything perfectly. And I started kind of getting a little bit of fear. And then I realized it's doing what you can and realize that you're just helping activate energy. So that's my. Kind of personal definition I'd love to hear your personal
1: definition of feng shui sure so I agree with you it's all about energy and harmonizing the flow of energy uh, I alluded already in my post and if guys you are not subscribed to me I would encourage you to subscribe to my Instagram page readings by Xenia and Polina maybe will uh, put a note or something under this podcast I shared some of the foundations of Feng Shui. And in Feng Shui, there are two main energies. And it's Catholic because everything is energy. Everything is polar. There is duality in this world. Male and female, masculine and feminine, black and white, day and night. Um, the same with energies is positive energy or harmonious energy, with, which is Qi, or ki and some guys who know reiki know that rei is a kind of like source and ki is energy right reiki and because uh the origin of feng shui is china there and uh, reiki is japan so there is slightly difference in pronunciation of this but it's the same energy chi or ki but then there is a negative energy and again because it's polarity. So without plus, we would not know minus. Without white, we would not know what is black. So, and that energy is Sha. So that's the energy which is destructive. So that's why you need to identify in your living space where each energy is located, how it flows. Maybe you ha- you are exposed every day in Sha energy and it's in your health center and you are struggling. Or maybe your uh, love and relationship center is in restroom, or it's exactly in toilet. And every time you flush, you flush away your love life. And you may wonder, like, why all those modalities, visualizations do not work? And as Paulina pointed, because, you know, you are losing this energy. You're giving this intention, you're putting into that, but then you just flush it away. So, and that's why it's so important to know your living space, to identify all the directions. And you know, the Feng Shui directions will not be the same for everyone. It's based on your specific number. It's based on your birthday. That's why all those like numerology, astrology, Feng Shui, they all use your date of birth. It is just something kind of like a hint or tip from the God or from the universe that is given to you so you could use it to your advantage.
0: Yeah, and it's important to note like, you're, it, ultimately you're just, Feng Shui allows you to call like, you, it's like a tool. It's like, of course you can not use the tool and you can just live your life and you know, and things and it will flow however however much you're intending, wherever your beliefs are, et cetera, et cetera. It's not like, it's not like uh everything is a tool I find, right? It's not like a supplement for something else. Like you could have a perfectly feng shui to home, but if you have tons of self-limiting beliefs, you're gonna it's not then the feng shui is only it's gonna support you in the energy flow, but it's not gonna fix that. In the same way you could have no feng shui, but you've done so much work on your beliefs. And so then your energy's flowing really well already and then feng shui would just assist that. So just try to think of everything as a tool and not everything is black and white. Not as like, if I don't do this, then this. If I don't do this, then this. try to understand that Like you are kind of a spark of the creator, right? So your will, your focus um, subconsciously especially is very, very important. And then all these other things allow us to gain deeper insight into everything like feng shui. So you kind of spoke about the basics of so someone who is just brand new to feng shui. What are some of the most essential things to begin learning?
1: Um, thanks for the question I'm gonna add something to your previous note so yes uh, having those um, visualization techniques or different tools that we are using and we call them spiritual tools or shadow work or you know however you may call this your spiritual journey but what I noted from the experience of some of my clients who are brand new to spirituality, they know nothing about Feng Shui, and you just tell them like, hey, this is in your home the direction that corresponds to, uh, let's say, abundance and success in your career. Just do this. And guess what? It works. There are amazing changes, even without changing your beliefs, because just harmonizing this one direction we see huge results. I've seen people getting more money, getting promoted, um, finding their soulmates, being married, and those people didn't do any shadow work. So at least having one tool that doesn't require a lot of your time. you just have to do you know basically uh, follow the recommendations and you know guys, if you would like you know I'll share how to calculate your Bagua number, so basically that's the number uh, that you need to know to know which direction would be uh, responsible for your career, love, life, health, et etc, et etc. Just activating at least one area of your life, you will see a guaranteed desired changes yeah i 100 percent agree with that it's like it just it's starting it's like
0: it's like you're starting it's like everything's energy so whether you work with energy in format a b c it's going to work right so like and it's funny because i mean i guess let's just start maybe can you speak about maybe the directions of your home and how you where you'd stand in your home like how would you figure out the directions
1: of your home well so how to figure out directions i think everyone knows what compass is <laughs> on your phone there's an app. <laughs> yeah we take compass if you don't have it you know get it on your phone in it's in applications and some of those you just type compass and it's going to show you so then ideally you should have your house being um rectangle but you know not everyone has the perfect re- rectangle um, shape of their house and then you will stay at the center of your house and then identify the directions like south, north, east, west and then all the corners like southeast, southwest, northeast, northwest. You can draw this out perhaps, like maybe if you, you know. Yeah, absolutely, or you could just, you know, uh, if you know the directions uh, when you are in your home, like, you know, for example, I'm sitting now and I know where my north is, where my south is, Right, so I could draw the plan of my place or my home and then identify there, even kind of like using a pen or pencil, which directions would be in each room. Because you know, yes, we have the entire house, and sometimes you know the house has two stories, right? So, for example, like I live in a two story house, so it has to be an plan for the first student for the second and then I would have to uh, draw this uh, plan for each of my students.
0: And you stand in the middle of your home, how would people find their middle? Kind of just by
1: like drawing out a sketch of your floor plan? I mean approximately, approximately, right? So everything is um, approximately, but I mean with compass you will identify uh, the directions. So it doesn't really matter where you stand because directions are going to be the same.
0: Okay. And then can you speak about what direction, which, and you have like your phone or your notes app, or like, you know, just take a mental note, what
1: direction is responsible for what area? And as I said, it really depends on your bagua number. So for example, no, we'll just your your date, date of birth. So, and once you guys join me in a workshop, we will calculate these bagua numbers. So we will go through the steps and calculate. It depends on the year and which you were born. Which had, so heads up, by the way, she's hosting and,
0: and a very in-depth um, workshop. Some of you probably have already been to her workshops, and if you haven't, they're so powerful, and she has all the replays in her bio, so of course have her Instagram, but it's on September 26th. I'll be joining as well, so, um, so to come, so 26th, right? Yeah, 3 p.m.? Uh, so I'll have the link down below, and you definitely want to grab her spot. The replay is included, so if you're busy, um, definitely still grab it so you can get that replay. And she's really amazing. She gets the replays out really quickly. <laughs> so yeah, I'll, I'll be there as well, so definitely tune in. Um, I'll be attending. Uh, so it'll be on... Yes. June 26, sorry, June,
1: September 26. September 26, that's why there is no kind of like one size fits all. That's why I cannot say, oh, you know, South, this is your career. Because, you know, for some people, South will be their career center. Uh, for other people like North would be uh, their career center. So like for me, my career sector is North, right? So, but then I alluded also in some of my posts that if you live with someone else in your house, you would have to calculate their Bagua. And sometimes um, those directions that correspond to each number, they may be contradictory and you would have to do some compromises. So for example, it's great when let's say the fame sector is um the same for you and your loved one or your spouse or your roommate or um some of your kids but then you would have to see okay for them it's important let's say for kids it would be more important to have a sector being activated with helpers right because you know there is a sector that corresponds to helpers and Paulina will tell that you know once she activated the center in her house you know she saw an amazing result yeah,
0: oh my gosh
1: yeah I, I activated um the, the,
0: the center of helpers for me in my home and like it just things like I mean it was like transformed like instantly almost instantly
1: exactly and some people will think like hmm, why are you doing this it doesn't make sense why did you put these things over here yeah why did you, and, and you know but just believe it just trust it it works exactly and I mean so aside from
0: that what would if you were to say like five five of your favorite mini tips for feng shui um, can I, I can share one of mine and then we can kind of go my favorite my favorite ones is putting nine lemons in a bowl on your kitchen table it's kind of one I feel like I shared a lot it's one of my favorite ones it's a symbol of abundance and it's kind of beautiful because uh we have a lemon tree in our yard of our house so it's really cool we'll, we'll pick them off if they're <laughs> if they're ripe and put them in the center and that begins just to activate you know like also if your our di- dinner table is circular which I like because it's kind of a symbol of uh like kind of a circle and then in the center are the lemons. So just a symbol, I mean, yellow in general represents the solar plexus. Yellow is a very bright energy, right? It symbolizes the sun, it symbolizes energy. So I love that nine is a symbol of abundance as well in feng shui, so I personally, that's one of my favorites.
1: We can bounce back some of your your favorites. Uh, Sure, so one of my tips guys would be avoid clutter. Clutter it's where the energy gets stuck so you have no flow of energy and when you have no flow of energy your life feels like a swamp so the number one tip and rule and my advice for you guys avoid clutter so if you have anything like even in your closets you have your clothes being you know on top of one another just take time and once you put everything in order just think that you are making these changes in your life. Like you're putting everything in order. You're helping yourself. You are removing what doesn't serve you. You are removing clutter from your life. And there are some other books that, you know, uh, in some sense kind of feng shui and everyone probably knows. That's the famous book about- um, The the, the Art of Tidying Up by Marie Kondo. Exactly, so that uses the same things. Basically, you know, the uh, foundation of that is Feng Shui, and that once you are doing this, removing all the clutter in your house, you are helping yourself. You are making changes, and you are inviting new things into your life.
0: Also, intuitively, for me, every time I've decluttered, I've done it on a, wa- a waning moon. So when it's like the moon is uh, decreasing.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, it's just kind of like supporting this energy mm-hmm. and. It doesn't have to be on the way Yeah. Now. It you doesn't have do to be tomorrow yeah. <laughs> or now, within an hour. After listening to this podcast and say, "Hey, I'm gonna declutter my." It makes life. I'm declutter
0: my life. And yeah, and again, just also intuitively, like when you walk into your rooms, how do you feel? Just be honest. Sometimes something's cluttered, and we just don't want to clean it. So we're like, "I feel fine." But asking yourself genuinely and like. Like, as you're saying this, for me, I'm like, oh, my gosh, we need to declutter the garage because there's just so so much. It's pretty, like, in, in general, I'm, like, I'm pretty, like, you know, if I don't like I'll get rid of it a little bit too aggressively with that. But, the, like, the garage is cluttered, so I'm like, okay, that's a good a good place to declutter. Even right now as we're speaking, it's coming up to mind. But, yeah, just being honest when you walk into your space, like, how do you feel? Like, think about it. When you go to a beautiful hotel, it, how is it inside? It's clean. Everything is organized. Everything is, like, wiped down. There's no stuff everywhere it's like it's open a lot of really this will be very very open they'll have like color like you know what I mean so just understanding and just being honest about how you feel I think a lot of people have clutter in their house and just kind of ignore it because it's easier sometimes I mean you don't want to you know it's like Tuesday and it's sunny and you're like okay today I'm going to go through all of my stuff See, like my approach would just be like call salvation I army, mean, just get rid of it all. But like it's also, sometimes it's it's tedious to go through. But also intention is so powerful. So like you're saying, as you declutter, setting attention that like I am removing any density or energy from my life that does not serve, that's not that doesn't serve the highest good, or not for the highest good. And you'll watch things shift in your life. That's like the craziest thing. Everything is symbolic. We are, as within so without, that, we are fractal beings in a way, right? So what we do, one action, this is why intention or why symbols are so powerful, because when we do that, when we declutter with the intention of release, then we clear out our lives and we have space for openness, right? And that's kind of something that for me, what I began to notice is like having openness in spaces is so
1: important, just feeling like energy can flow exactly because you know you are letting the energy flow that's the tip number one and the second tip it's kind of related to that have your windows washed why because energy comes through windows light comes through windows that's why it's so important to have your windows washed and clean so you will notice like for example when you are driving in your car and you have kind of like your front window kind of like you can see but once you wash it it was like oh my god it feels like you know i'm driving without any windows in front of me so the same here in your home when you wipe your windows when you clean your windows the light or the energy could go more into your house it kind of like surges into your house so the more energy you have in your house the more positive changes you may you could make more energy you have to make those changes in your life Exactly and and, and another thing is being mindful also of like
0: colors I would say like so for me one thing that really resonated with me is in the keeping colors in the bedroom very like neutral or kind of reflective of the energy of love so I mean maybe pink is a little bit too far if you have like a partner and you don't have baby pink sheets but just
1: neutrals like white or beige um like i have beige like kind of cream nude sheets because the energy- uh, or or kind of like in yellow tones and you know i have some funny story uh when i was at the university um you know they remodeled one of the classes and they put you know orangey kind of yellowish color on the walls and get what's ha- guess what happened all the students were sleeping all the time because that's the color that puts everyone to sleep kind of like yellowish beige color <laughs> Like so nudity, that's yeah. why it's good to use in your bedroom but again guys uh it's not good for everyone for some people in your bedroom should not be yellow color because you will activate sha energy it should be a blue color for example in my case my um Bagoa number is four for the bedroom, my colors are blue. So it's kind of like, there is no one size fits all. Yeah. it's
0: very. You have to look at. I'm like. It's hard because you. Obviously, it's very personal. It's kind of like the astrology episode. It's like we can speak generally, but obviously, everyone's very, very different. You have like your own unique thing. So like we can speak about general things, but for in general, I just think a good rule of thumb is just thinking about the colors because blue is still calming. Like I wouldn't, for example, be putting red in my bedroom because I want to activate the action of like action and energy like when I go to my bedroom I want it to feel kind of very neutral like you're saying where I want to fall asleep and I've also noticed that whenever I love like different wellness places and hotels and things like that and resorts they always use like nudes and greens and like yeah make you feel relaxed or kind of like you get your brainwave states into a more relaxed state. versus if you were somewhere that was like red and bright like and you know colorful that would be kind of more uh, would be more would wake you up more which is funny because in my office if you've ever come to any of my Instagram lives or in any of my courses I have flamingo wallpaper and it's like very bright it's super obnoxious but I love it because when I walk in here it, I immediately feel energized I don't feel like tired like to me it's a little bit overwhelming but it kind of like gets me going like, I look at it I'm like it, it gives me energy So, you know, just even utilizing colors, right, or the energy of the house. I don't know, like for me, I personally wouldn't be putting like red anywhere in my house. Whenever
1: I see the color red or red walls, it kind of makes me anxious. and Right, because, you know, it increases alertness. And we know that colors are widely used not only, you know, in feng shui, but in other places, like, you know, see all of firefighters, they have that um, red and black color, so it's kind of like gives alert, right, and um, so black is kind of protection, color of protection, and red gives you alertness, so it's kind of like making you, giving you energy and make you alert, so (laughs) you don't fall asleep yeah so so that's like when, when you wear red
0: though it can activate your power like i had a phase in like i don't know a month where i loved red i was wearing red a lot because it kind of yeah. made you make me feel very grounded and powerful but depending yeah. on what you're wanting to activate in different in different centers for my other feng shui tip it's about the stove and in your kitchen keeping the stove clean and clear so your yeah. stove is also a symbol of your fire.
1: Fine- <laughs> rule number one everything should be clean windows yeah. stove, your for i mean if we want to be like go with the easy way
0: everything clean right because the cleaner yeah. everything is the more space there is the more energy can flow the more energy yeah. can go into your life the more opportunities can come into your life i mean it, when we think about it, you know in a very clear way but the stove was a really interesting one um to keep it clean, up, have pots and pans pile up to move them, and to activate the fire in the stove. Fire is like the energy of activation. And so, if you ever want to uh, bring more money into your life, you can l- light all the fires on your stove. People in your house might think you're crazy, but like. You but
1: but get- again, you know, it, it's not true for everyone. For some people, because you know, in Feng Shui, there are five elements: fire, mm-hmm. wood, metal, water, and earth. Right. So for some people, and you know, Paulina is probably speaking for herself fire means uh, money means fire like for me water means money so you know we have different it really depends on your bagua number so for example if you start doing without knowing like oh i'm gonna just put everything on fire and fire element is not a good element to activate because you know uh, it's destructive energy it activates sha energy in your home then you may lose some money so like you know don't follow um, without knowledge, like, you know, don't follow all the it's d- kind of like don't follow need to, to kind know of, why you are doing this.
0: Kind of like don't follow a cosmopolitan, cosmo, like astrology, Like don't follow kind of cosmo feng shui, like you kind of have to know for yourself. Yes, it's kind exactly. of hard to speak, but if you're, but for example, if for you it is, if fire is your activation of money, then light light your your stove and like feel the abundance coming to you. That's one I really, really love as well. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. For me, uh, fire is activating fame. So, but then kind of like for my spouse, (laughs) it's it's not um, as positive energy. So you have to be kind of like careful. As I said, you have to compromise. You have to identify what will work for both of you. So for example, if you have significant other or your partner living with you, uh, then you would have to calculate your number and his Pogluo number and identify which elements support you both. And then uh, decide what you would activate in your place. But in general, you know, having it clean, no clutter, clean windows, clean a stove, that's gonna work uh, no matter what
0: what are things you can bring into your home just in general that
1: would kind of um, support and invoke the energy? Uh, what things you will bring? I mean, in Feng Shui, everything matters. What, what kind of furniture you have, because you know, some colors may be good for you, some colors may be not so great for you. I mean, for the living space, right? To activate this energy, to harmonize this energy so as i alluded earlier for me for example in my bedroom i should have uh, blue colors and for my career i I should have like black colors and for some people it would be red for some people it would be green for some people it would be yellow so it really depends on uh, the number so you have to be very um uh, cognizant about the colors that you are using and furniture you are using so another kind of tip um, is avoid very sharp angles because you know, on the sharp angles, that's um, where the sharp energy forms. So, for example, if you have a lot of sharp objects in your home, uh, it's not great feng shui. So, you should try to avoid and you know, round or oval or um, even kind of like sphere looking like or very soft um, edges. That will- um, like, my cloud, like my cloud chair from CB2. Yeah, you know, I really think of that. <laughs> right, exactly. So like, you know, Paulina, you are intuitive and when you order things, you may not even know, you kind of like get directed with your guides and you get things that actually works well for you. But not everyone is so intuitive. And you know, you guys, if you kind of like just starting up on this journey, um, just keep in mind, there's another tip don't get uh, furniture or decor which has a very sharp edges another one yeah it's very interesting for me
0: i am really intuitive so it's crazy i decorated our home or organized it kind of not super looking into feng shui, and then i looked at it and it almost everything was placed perfectly where in the living room i have like um like a palm tree and i have bamboo and it's like in the house for me it's a section of my relationship so it's good to have green and center, like wisdom. So I have an elephant there that's green. So I I intuitively just put the elephant there. And then in my center where I lead ceremonies, if you ever went to my ceremonies, I have a copper pyramid and that center, it's really good to activate metals. How crazy. And I was like, holy shit. Then, so it was just like all these synchronicities, but it's like, it's like, it's, it's because, because we're okay. So going back to square one, we're all energetic beings. So if you are very in tune with energy, you'll be able to read it. When I order things, I can feel yes or no. Or when I buy something, I can feel whether to put it there as a yes or no. So I ordered like these, I like got from CB to a cloud chair and this little table and I could feel it, We didn't go in the living room. I was like, mm, it's just a feel like in my body, didn't feel good here. Then I put it in a different section, it felt good. So when you're very intuitive, and perhaps you're like those too, you can feel into energy. Like you can, you'll can feel how it flows. Like when I made my office, I could feel how it flows, which is so interesting. Um, so in my old place i used to have my desk facing a wall so nothing behind my back which technically isn't good you always want to be supported by something and that's at the time i was really really building my business and really like working a lot and it's kind of true i was really overwhelmed my mom remembers i was like having like i would have like a meltdown and i'd be really overwhelmed and in this place when i made my office i was like oh, i need to have my back to the wall and um when someone walks into the door you want them to face you so you don't want someone to be able to walk in on you like you don't want someone to walk in technically on your back you want to like if someone comes in my office i like look at them straight on and i just noticed a huge shift energetically there with feeling very supported So just small things like that. And yeah, as you learn and grow and perhaps already this intuitive or whatever, maybe you'll be able to read kind of entertain later and be like, Oh my gosh, how I placed that exactly where it needed to go. But it's also good as like a reference point to just double check before you order something or make a big purchase and you're planning to put something somewhere. Just, you might just just double check it and
1: just see, because you can change that order right then and there. Right. Yeah. And another big thing, you know, in your place, we know, um, Mirrors, right? So and we love mirrors and we love putting mirrors in everywhere <laughs> Everywhere exactly, but guess what? Uh, mirrors in your bedroom if you could see yourself in that mirror is not great feng shui. Why? Because you are inviting a third person to your bed. I mean if you are single it's fine, but if you have a partner don't you know, have a mirror in your bedroom in a way that you could see yourself while you are in the bed. So, you maybe- so crazy at
0: my old place, and I had my bedroom, and the entire closet is made of mirrors. and I think it was fun, probably because I did because I, I canceled that energy out, you know. But it's kind of interesting, and you were alone at that time, so yeah, once you were in a
1: relationship, you know, you- it's not also yeah. interesting. As soon as I got a relationship, we ended up moving no mirrors yeah. in the bedroom now. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly, and you know mirrors can uh, provide great help, you know, um, some people believe that mirrors have magical properties and it's kind of like um, a portal to another world, and they have that. And there is actually even a fairy tale about Alice in uh, Wonderland. Wonder no, mirrors Wonder. are so powerful. Like I like to do mirror work for you. yes. Yeah. They are very powerful. So you could do a lot of things with your mirrors, and obviously the same thing with feng shui. You could use the mirrors to your advantage, but if you don't know where to put your mirror, you could harm yourself.
0: Um, another thing that really resonated that you told me a long time ago is no dead flowers. I love people to dry their flowers and put dead flowers and even put fake flowers. That really resonated with me to like every time a flower dies, I try to get rid of it quickly. Because think about it it's like when a flower is alive, it's really good to have fresh flowers in your house and fresh roses. That I noticed
1: a really huge shift in the energy. I love having them in my ceremony space. So if you have a right, because party, you know, a rose has the highest uh, frequency of all flowers. So it's really, really powerful in that way. But having dried flowers, I know some people love to collect dried flowers,
0: and it's like to me, it, that. It's like it's it just the It's like the life is gone out of that flower at that moment, right? It mm-hmm. it, it thrived. It was picked. It, you know, so then it's gone. So and now it's not alive. And you're just kind of it's not. You're just kind of having. I don't want to say dead energy, but just kind of like. Or I mean, I don't want to even judge. We you know people who have like dead animals or the face of a dead animal. Like
1: that is just like. I mean you know yeah that's another good point that you brought so like you know plants what kind of plants you have in your house where they are located so it's also impacts the energy in your place another thing all the things that you put on the wall like pictures frames etc etc they also impact and for some of my single ladies who are listening this podcast don't ever have a picture of single woman on a wall. Kind of like some people have, you know, a girl who is kind of like maybe lounging, uh, enjoying the sunbath or something, and it looks nice. But if you want to be in a relationship, you have to have a couple. So it has to be a couple, or even decor, it has to be a couple. Everything has to be so, not, not just two things. So interesting.
0: So um, again so two things so one last year i was obsessed with hager hager makes like sculptures it's a vintage artist my mom remembers i had this obsession with vintage things for two months where i drove around l.a it was a it was a whole thing something, yeah something was activated in my chart but i got this sculpture that i really love it's a famous hager sculpture of a couple and i put it in my other place kind of randomly, I didn't know where I put it, and when I checked it, it was put in like the relationship center, and then right now I put it back in my relationship center, so it could even be a sculpture, it could be something small. Interestingly enough, when I was in university, I had a friend, she, Danielle, listening to this, and she had a mom who was very into feng shui, super bougie, and she hired like a, the best professional feng shui person, and he told her the same thing that he did change the pictures in the house to be couples especially in the bedroom because there's other beautiful images but he was one of the things was that you need to have even if just like very abstract like in my house i have a super abstract you know talking about painting of a couple kissing super it doesn't have to be like a man and a woman it could literally like i just have this one it's like the outlines of people's faces if someone's listening to this and you instagram dm me and say hey can you post it i will (laughs) so remind me but it could just be that and that's a symbol and i put that in my house when i first moved in my other place when i was single and, to- and with intention i was like bring this into my life <laughs> and put that on yeah. the living room wall and it's like a huge print um so just yeah just like love and romance are good symbols you know the
1: couples yeah i mean even with pictures you could make huge shifts in your career because you know there are symbols that signify career exactly for each specific one number so it's not general it's not one size fits all but for you specifically and then once you put that picture in your career sector or in your finance sector you will see immediate results it also kind of like it, it sounds funny it sounds silly but it works oh my gosh this is a fun and a funny story
0: so my last place, my career center was in my closet. <laughs> so right, I was doing So
1: really
0: <laughs> it was so funny. I was like putting up these prints and like putting stuff there and in in that center. And yeah, it really does work. So it's like this is sometimes you wouldn't think. Like I wouldn't, for example, the area of my closet where this center was. I you wouldn't normally decorate because it oh. was. Morning. Yeah, or remember like Coca litter Box, I think it was in your finance center, yeah, right, so we had to move it. So yeah, and I started getting into this, I was like, okay, let's see where, where my, my like career center is. I had like Coco's litter right in that corner. I was like, nice. Exactly. Yeah. And so I moved it, and then I, you know, I activated that. You know, I activated pictures, and there weren't even pictures that most people could see because it was in a corner where like two closets met, so you wouldn't really see it unless you knew. But activating it made a huge difference. So sometimes, sometimes that they're not in obvious places. Like for example, your living room is more obvious, right? Like when I was decorating my living room, my old place, I had like very open floor plan, so I had to use a lot of decor to kind of spice it up. Otherwise, it would look really bland. So I put three huge Prince up. So that was kind of more obvious, right? I'm like, okay, I'm going to put prints up. What energy do I want to bring? But some of the places, it literally might be like in kind of a random spot in my in my fiance's old apartment his like finance center was like in the middle of the hallway <laughs> like on the list so, so also was like not really maybe a spot that you would immediately think like oh let me activate or like let me put something mm-hmm. here that's why it's good to um, check on your compass
1: that's like to kind of see that exactly because you know as I alluded in my one of my stories that your love center or your uh, romantic center could be in your bathroom in your toilet where is your toilet seat located so then what that's, that's and, you, know, you oh, could do true. things to deactivate that energy so there are also remedies for that in feng shui and you know our guys will teach you what to do if for example you find out that your career center or your love life center you know somewhere in the closet or in a toilet or you know somewhere that <laughs> It's like, very not so great. You put like a picture of wealth on your toilet, you like you like put all the metal, you like spice. It no, that this is activation. You need to deactivate that. Oh, so there is other that you need to do.
0: Yeah, that that's another interesting one. And and the office one and having that back support. See, like for example, I mean I was I was fine, right? I like I had the I didn't have when I'm in my old place I didn't have my back facing against a wall and i was fine you know everything was still great but it's like an energy of support right so it's like now that i can sit against the stance, like i sit and there's a wall behind me um i feel as much more support energetically so it's not to say that like you're you're doomed because you know but if you you it's like it's like activating support it's like for example you can do something on your own or like you can carry a box to, up to your house by yourself like a package or you can have a friend carry it, help you carry the package, right? So it's like, you can still do it, but it's just like support.
1: Yeah, and another thing is like, you know, uh, it's some, for some of you guys who work from home, obviously you could rearrange that and do however you want. But for example, if you work in office, I actually, when I had my corporate career, I punctuate even my office. Oh, tell Even my, <laughs> you know, we have like open space because you know, now it's again, I don't know, like fashion or whatever, some new movement that opens yeah. space. Yeah. Everyone doesn't I'm have working. the no. Well. Oh So no one has the support of the back. And obviously, to Paulina's point, when you don't have your mm, wall, back, your back wall. you feel kind of like unprotected. But there are things that you could do to protect yourself, even if you don't have a wall. And our guys teach you what to do. Can
0: you give us one mini tip? Because she'll share everything in the workshop.
1: Um, well, so we're gonna use mirrors and I will teach you where to put mirrors and then also what other um, tools you could use to help yourself to feel protected. And actually when, you know, I said, I think even my office, I used not only mirrors, uh, but I also used um, some of the decor. So, and I will tell you guys kind of like what decor you could use. And I use this decor to help me to progress in my career. And at home, I activated my um, fame sector. So those of you guys who want to become famous, you know, again, please join me in the workshop and I'll teach you how to identify and activate this fame sector. And if you'd like to know more details, I shared today in detail course about what happened with me, how I activated that and what the results um, were um outcome of of that activation beautiful
0: another thing that's coming up for me is and is animals and like symbolism of animals i know that that's really big like i remember you telling me um about the, the, a little bit about animals and about kind of using them and like the symbols that they represent uh for example a lot of people in front of their house have like lions and i've noticed that a lot around my area i was like I mm-hmm. lions. <laughs> it's crazy everywhere like around you know so um around
1: and, and you would think like if you know you know right <laughs> so and you said like you know millionaires don't pay money how you said listen kind of like it was a beautiful saying but millionaires miller do something like that oh it, it was millionaires millionaires don't follow astrology but billionaires do yes and the same thing with feng shui so actually guys you know um the trump donald trump so he was bank he filed bankruptcy and he was bankrupt but after that he hired a feng shui um, specialist and it helped him to bounce back
0: yeah like, like people who are who, those people forget the people who if you know you know like around where i live when i drive around everyone in paul's or this has these lions everyone in front of these mm-hmm. houses and i'm like see if people are no like people know how to work with energy and i think that we need to stop telling ourselves stories that oh, everyone's luckier, I just worked out. People, everything is energy. So if you know how to work with energy, and even if you don't know, start today, like no one just woke up knowing. I didn't woke up, like no one just, I think it's really easy to go overwhelmed and think how am I gonna figure it all out? And it's just like, just one step at a time. You like we'll never never gonna know anything. I know that you'll look back in years and however long I'll look back in years and be like you'll know so much more. But just start today. Start small. Like I just started by like putting something on my desk or changing things around or putting a picture up, ordering a print. Like it doesn't have to be huge steps. It's little by little. It's like little by little I got an elephant, little by little I did this. So it's like or
1: changing arrangements some of the places in your home, changing the decor, changing the color of your sheets in your bedroom. So all those things that you would do anyways help you to make changes in your life. Exactly. Like you literally could move around some furniture
0: today, order some sheets and in a week completely order some sheets in a print and in a week have different energy in your home. So Mm -hmm. please don't be overwhelmed and know that like, it's, it's definitely a journey. Um, but there's another thing I wanted to say, Oh, uh, just like, kind of like a, a funny, I mean, I I told you, I told you like, it's kind of doesn't even have to do with this, but it's kind of funny. It was basically, I forgot where I listened to it, but basically talking about also kind of like if you know you know vibes and he was saying how like for example Ferrari is not gonna advertise on TV commercials because people who drive Ferraris aren't sitting at home watching TV. It kind of is another funny thing about like if you know you know. So the same thing with energy when you notice in specific areas, a lot of people have specific symbols or placements, right? Uh in their in their space. I just started really noticing that when I was like driving around our neighborhood, I was like, oh there's so, so many um huge huge ass lion statues h-a-l-s halls huge ass lion statues so and, and lions like last thing i say are symbols of like strength and protection and victory and so they're guarding your house and you know that's energetically protected.
1: yeah and again some people may uh underestimate the power of symbols but guys if again if you know you know like Everyone is using symbols. Everyone, like if those people who are famous, who are celebrities, they're all using symbols. If you know, you know, you will notice them what kind of symbols they are using, what they are trying to manifest, what they're trying to attract. It's so obvious. obvious. It's so obvious, exactly. So and
0: and they're using often Gigi Young goes really deep into this. I have to suggest her, they use a lot of times inverted symbols to draw on the dark side of energy, but but, but, but even there, just to say that's how part, even if you don't know that you're looking at a symbol, you are giving energy to that symbol. So you might as well um, put symbols in your life and give them energy
1: to activate your desires in your life. Exactly. So like, you know, using different symbols will help you to activate uh, energy and harmonize energy in your living space and bring desire changes. Amazing. That's the power of Feng Shui.
0: In conclusion, yeah, I know we, I think there's a really amazing discussion. Um, I really recommend coming to her workshop. I'm gonna be there attending as well. And I think I'm gonna probably get re-inspired to probably order some line statues. <laughs> but I'm excited to come to the workshop. And like I said, I'll have a ticket in the keynote. Um and also have her Instagram, Tanya's
1: Instagram down below as well. You definitely check out her post. She made a few posts. I think there's more than one about Feng Shui and um, I'll yeah, have, yeah I'll, it's about 10 probably already because, you know, I described what each direction represents and um, some of my personal stories, some stories of my clients. So guys, if you're interested, feel free to explore.
0: Yeah, and I'll have the link in the keynote of this podcast as well to the um, to her event, where right, to grab your spot, again, replays included. And yeah, this podcast will be up on the 20th. So, oh my gosh, on the full moon, this will be up on the full moon. Um, Equ- isn't it an equinox as well it's like full moon equinox it is on the 20th fall
1: equinox um yeah yes yeah it's um on 22nd i think 20th um, or maybe on 20th
0: yeah 20th because i have a ceremony i have a i have a, I have a full moon <laughs> ceremony inner child healing and activation it'll be down there right. in the keynote so join divinity and you'll be have access to come to the ceremony so lots of good stuff this week so if you're listening to this and it's just monday and you're like trying to get inspired for the week i hope we inspired you there's so much to look forward to this week um inner child activation healing and activation ceremony on tuesday and then the feng shui activation on sunday a week from today you could activate so much and heal so much in your life so i hope i was able to we were able to bring you some inspiration clarity
1: value and joy today um uh, any last words Well, uh, guys my invitation so i invite everyone and i have not shared those insights i mean you could get those insights by yourself but again you need to have an experience and know what works what doesn't work because you know if you read on the internet there are a lot of things that are not true or true for specific bagua number or you know specific just for a certain uh, people because it also may uh, it's also different for male and female And there are also a lot of different information that contradicts to um, each other. So I invite you, I've been doing Feng Shui also for a very long time. I've seen changes in my life, in Polina's life, in life of my clients, and I'm ready to share the insights that I know and tips and tricks, what works, not just general thing, but actually what works, what you could apply at the same day and see changes within very short time, so I invite you guys to join me on Sunday, September 26th, 3 p.m. PST, and as Paulina said, if you're not able to join, uh, the full recording will be set at the same day, so you could watch it at your convenience. Thank you guys for listening. Um, I would invite you also to subscribe to my Instagram page. I also do uh, birth chart readings, so if you are interested in birth chart readings, So feel free to DM me or use link in the bio to order one. Uh, You could get a PDF reading and I am offering also with PDF um, up to 30 minutes consultation. So I will explain and answer any questions. So once you order a birth chart, you'll have no questions. Everything will be clear. Uh, I will explain any um, questions that you may have. Also guys, um, if you face any situations where you need guidance or clarity or have some burning questions, feel free to order a consultation with me, tarot consultation. And if you just have general questions about spirituality, any topic, I'm knowledgeable as you may see. So if you believe in past lives, so in my past lives, I've been priestess. So that's why I have a lot of knowledge from different areas um so feel free to book um 30 minutes or 45 minutes whatever works for you really depends on what questions you may have so thank you again and i hope to see you guys in the future
0: yes thank you so much for coming on she is incredibly wise and amazing like i said if you haven't listened to the birth chart episode definitely do it and if you're wanting a birth chart reading definitely reach out because she usually has a waitlist form uh, due to her the demand. So always anyone who DMs me about birth readings, I always send it over to her. She spends over five hours doing each chart reading. So it's very in-depth. It's not just like a quick at-a-glance thing. It's a really deep, powerful reading. Um, I hope to see you at the Inner Child Healing Activation Ceremony. I said I'll put the link for Divinity. And I definitely also hope to see you at the Feng Shui Ceremony. And whenever people ask me about tarot and different things like that, Uh, for consultations i always recommend everyone over to my mom so if you're ever wanting like she said guidance clarity anything the amount of wisdom she has is absolutely amazing and she's helped me so much more than you know (laughs) um and with my life and especially with with activating different centers and giving me the knowledge i have so if you're really wanting to work with a true master um definitely reach out to her and grab your ticket for sunday's workshop thank you for listening to unlimited abundance oh i always ask people what's your definition of unlimited abundance at the end of the episode? One minute, quick, one minute
1: definition of unlimited abundance. And I think I answered in my previous (laughs) episode, I don't remember what I said, but for me, unlimited abundance is recognizing a master in you that you have unlimited abundance of energy, unlimited abundance of, Uh, manifestation power or power as a spirit because we are energies we are spiritual beings and we could do everything it's everything in your hands everything is in your power and you could make changes any changes in your life just by following your guidance and applying the techniques and using that power within the creator in you
0: also please everyone i just want to give you a heads up she will have an astrology course soon (laughs) <laughs> like we are, we are working on it and I'm pushing for so much to do it. So if you're yeah. watching her astrology course, please DM me and her and pressure her to release it soon because she is so wise. Uh, and we're going to be able to get that up. But also heads up for you. I know I told you, but I figured out how to do everything on the back end for a course. So, yeah, Um, awesome. Well, thank you guys for tuning in. I love you so much. And we'll definitely have her on again. So, DM us any topics that you'd like um, us to discuss. We'll be back and we will see you inside the workshop. All right. Bye, everyone.